I sit where I'm told, and as each question appears on the screen, I carefully choose the best answer. And you know what? The room stays quiet, except for the occasional soft tapping of keyboards. With every single click of the mouse, I'm making progress through the test. And I'm gaining more and more confidence with each question I answer. I know it's crazy, but in this room of opportunity, it really hits me. I have earned the privilege of calling myself an Australian. episode of the Australian Citizenship Podcast. I'm Josipa. And I'm Alex. In this episode, we're immersing ourselves into the third part of our Common Bond booklet, where we explore the world of Australian governance and how we, as citizens, can actively participate in shaping our nation's future. Alex, you continue to impress me. It seems like you already learned a lot. Well, I wouldn't go that far. Remember how I thought the history section was going to be a challenge for me? Turns yeah. out the third part has its own set of difficulties. Oh, believe me, I hear you loud and clear. The language and terminology in this section, it's like a secret code only politicians can understand. Yeah, right. It's like they're speaking a different language, isn't it? But you know what? We have an incredible video series where Angeline and Luke not only give us a glimpse into the test questions but also break down all the complicated terms we need to know to understand our government. That's right. So how about we press play? Absolutely. Since we don't have time to play the entire video, which you can find on the SBS Learn English website, I've selected a part I found particularly helpful. What does it take to change the Australian constitution through a referendum? For a referendum to be successful, we must have a double majority. This is when at least four out of the six states and more than a 50% of citizens give a yes vote. How many arms of government does Australia have? And we're not talking about arms as in hands. <laughs> no, arms of government are branches or types of government. These are different levels of power that control the government. Under the Australian constitution, there are three arms of government. There is the legislative power, which makes laws. Executive power, which carries out laws. And the judicial power, which applies laws. What do we call a proposal to make a law in parliament? If a member of parliament proposes to introduce a new law or change an existing one, this proposal is called a bill. What do we call the key decision-making body of government? The cabinet. That's a committee of senior ministers who are responsible for different areas of government. Each area is called a portfolio. You know what, Alex? Watching this video reminded me of a question I struggled with. Which question was that? It was about the role of the Governor General. Right. From reading the booklet, I recall the King is Australia's head of state because we're a constitutional monarchy. But since the King doesn't live here, his powers are delegated to the Governor General. I don't remember exactly what the Governor-General does, but I guess he performs some ceremonial duties on behalf of the King. I do remember seeing him on TV and that the Governor-General initiates the federal election process. Yeah, that, that's correct. And those are indeed part of their duties. But remember how I said that the test has multiple choice answers? Yeah. Well, in my test, neither of options you just mentioned was listed. Wait, are you telling me 
that we need to learn everything the Governor General does? No, not everything. I'm sure there's much more to their job than just what's listed in the booklet. Anyway, in my case, the correct answer was that the Governor General signs all bills passed by the Australian Parliament into law. And this is called Royal Assent. Royal Assent. Got it. Josipa, during the test, are you alone in the room? No, no. There are other people taking the test in the same room. Basically, right after your interview, where you are giving a citizenship test ID number, you go into a room and an official escort you to your computer. And that's when they explain you the rules. Rules? What rules? Rules, you know, such as putting your phone on silent. So I'm not allowed to have my phone with me? Well, you can have your phone with you, but you can't use it. How much time do we have for the test? Well, you have 45 minutes. Is that enough? Absolutely. With good preparation, which, by the way, you are already doing, you'll likely finish in, I don't know, less than 10 minutes. I wish I had your confidence. Actually, to be fair, I feel more confident now than we did when we recorded the first episode. So all I need to do is practice a bit more. How about we practice right away with Angeline and Luke? Let's do it. Which arm of government has the power to make laws? A. Legislative power, B. Executive power, or C. Judicial power? I'm going to lock in B. Executive power. The answer is A. Legislative power is the power to make and change laws. Who is responsible for building permits and social planning? A. The Australian Government, B. State and Territory Government, C. Local Governments. Is it C, local governments? The correct answer is C. Local governments are responsible for building permits and social planning. Next question is, what do we call a proposal to make a law in Parliament? Is it A, a vote? B, bill? C, ballot? B, bill? The correct answer is B. The proposal to make a law or change an existing one is called a bill. Uh, looks like I still have some learning and practicing to do. <laughs> Alex, you know what they say, practice makes perfect. And remember, to pass the test out of 20 questions, you must answer a minimum of 15 questions correctly. So there's room for some mistakes? Yes, there is. But the five questions from part four, which is about Australian values, must be answered correctly. What makes part four so special? Well, why don't we save that for our next episode? In that case, I'm Alex. And I'm Josipa. Thanks for joining us and learning along. 